You're listening to the Dungeons, Dragons, and Psychology Podcast. Fear is a potent and primal emotion that has evolved in humans as a survival mechanism. It's what kept our ancestors vigilant in the face of predators and dangers, and in the context of tabletop RPGs, Fear adds a layer of intensity and immersion to the game, making it a potent tool for storytellers and dungeon masters. I'm Robert Walker, author of Session Zero, the DMG to writing great campaigns in any system, and this is my show where I teach collaborative storytellers how to have more immersive campaigns using psychology. And today we are plunging into the depths of fear and its profound role in tabletop RPGs. From spine-tingling suspense to heart-pounding terror, let's explore the psychology of fear and how dungeon masters can effectively harness this primal emotion to create unforgettable experiences for their players. To truly grasp the mechanics of fear in role-playing games, let's embark on a journey through the intricate web of the human psyche. Fear at its core is a primal and adaptive emotion that has evolved over millions of years to keep us safe from harm. When our ancestors roamed the ancient wilderness, fear served as a survival mechanism, alerting our ancestors to potential threats and triggering the flight-or-fight response. In contemporary times, our brains continue to react to fear in much the same way. When we encounter something frightening or threatening, our amygdala, which is the brain's emotional control center, takes the reins. It sends out a call to action, releasing stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol and norepinephrine into our bloodstream. Our heart rate quickens, our muscles tense, and our bodies become hyper-focused, all in preparation to confront or evade the perceived danger. Understanding the psychology of fear is pivotal when exploring its role in tabletop games. Fear can be a potent tool for dungeon masters, serving to immerse players more deeply into the game's world and storyline. By tapping into the primal roots of fear, dungeon masters can create experiences that resonate with players on a visceral level. And when players are immersed in a role-playing game, their emotional responses become entwined with those of their characters. The fear experienced by their characters can become a shared experience, leading to a deeper level of engagement and investment in the game world. Let's explore how dungeon masters can effectively harness the psychology of fear to craft memorable and spine-tingling adventures. Let us do this first by turning our attention to the specific triggers that a dungeon master can employ to evoke fear in their players. These triggers are the building blocks of spine-tingling adventures and are integral to crafting immersive and fear-inducing experiences. So first is the unknown and uncertainty. Fear thrives in the unknown. In role-playing games, dungeon masters can create an atmosphere of uncertainty by withholding information or introducing mysterious elements. Players might dread what lurks around the corner or what remains hidden in the shadows. The fear of the unknown is a powerful motivator. It's built right into our genes. It will compel your players to explore and investigate 
and confront things that they might have fears about. Next, this is a fantasy world. You can have horrific monsters and creatures, uh, iconic monsters like zombies, vampires, or the Lovecraftian horrors all have the potential to instill fear in players. And to maximize this fear factor, describe these creatures vividly, emphasizing their grotesque features, malevolent intentions, and the eerie behaviors. The fear encountering such monstrosities can send shivers down players' spines and keep them on edge throughout the game. If you have good artwork to show your players when they encounter these creatures, those sort of elements will add to the visceral reaction that they're having. Next, think of isolation and claustrophobia. If you have your room feel smaller or darker, having them confined in spaces in-game, you can sort of make that in-game claustrophobia feel real out of character as well. So desolate locations, it's a classic technique for triggering fear, remote and desolate and confined. This feeling of being cut off from help or having no escape can be very unsettling, whether it's in a haunted mansion or an abandoned asylum or a deep underground cavern. The sense of claustrophobia can be oppressive, heightening the player's anxiety and fear. Then we have moral dilemmas and ethical choices. The fear of making the wrong decision or facing consequences of one's choices can be emotionally taxing and psychologically impactful. So a dungeon master can present players with moral quandaries that challenge their character's values and principles. And these dilemmas could force your players to confront their own fears of moral ambiguity, grappling with the repercussions of their actions. Next is one that I really love, and I have used it to great effect in some of my games, which is uh, time pressure and ticking clocks. When you introduce time-sensitive challenges or impending doom, that can ratchet up the fear factor. The fear of running out of time can intensify players' decisions and actions leading to adrenaline-pumping moments. As the seconds tick away, the weight of the situation continues to become increasingly palatable, creating a sense of urgency that keeps players on edge. Perhaps you heard in a previous episode where I discussed doing this with my players uh, with the sound of drums as uh, an army of undead was approaching the players, I would ratchet up the sound of the drums on the sound system so it kept building and building and building, and they just had this impending sense of the doom that was creeping their way as the drums got louder. All these triggers serve as foundational elements for crafting fear-inducing scenarios, and a dungeon master should and can mix these triggers to create unique uh, experiences that will leave the players immersed in the world where fear is lurking around every corner. And to illustrate how this can be effectively integrated, I want to provide you with a tangible uh, example, so a real play example. Picture a scenario in which your players find themselves trapped in an ancient abandoned asylum, a place shrouded in chilling rumors of haunting and malevolence, And as the dungeon master, you describe the scene with vivid detail. You tell them about the flickering candlelight casting eerie dancing shadows on the decrepit walls, the faint echoes of unsettling whispers resonating through the dark foreboding corridors. In the scenario, the triggers we've discussed earlier come into play. 
The fear of the unknown is palpable as the players have no idea what horrors might await them in the asylum's depths. The feeling of isolation can be heightened if the players become trapped within the asylum walls or even within a room, like a safe room, with no means of escape. The very setting itself, a decaying asylum, is rife with claustrophobic undertones, and the moral dilemmas they encounter as they uncover the dark history of the asylum can add layers of emotional complexity. As the players delve deeper into the asylum, they can stumble upon unsettling signs of whatever the gruesome past was there, uh, patient records detailing horrific treatments and inhumane experiments could serve as a grim reminder of the history of the asylum. The moral dilemma could emerge uh, should they continue to uncover the secrets, potentially facing unimaginable horrors, or should they retreat and escape with their sanity intact, the choice could become a reflection of their character's values and their own willingness to confront fear head on. So this example can demonstrate how you can use storytelling and atmosphere and player agency to work in harmony and evoke fear in role-playing games. I would also suggest adding another layer onto this, which would be some foreboding music, some very dark and eerie uh, background music that would really help ratchet up the feeling of being immersed in this place. Possibly even play with just candlelight in a setting like this. It will feel very real as they are suspending their disbelief for the moment and embracing all the little elements that you're adding to this fear-evoking scenario. Fear in this scenario isn't just a transient emotion, it's a driving force that's going to propel the narrative forward and challenge your character's resolve, even your player's resolve, and leaves a lasting impact on your players long after the game session has concluded. So next, let's delve into the practical techniques a dungeon master could employ to effectively stimulate fear in their campaigns. Now, these are tools that could empower the dungeon master to craft an immersive experience for the players, and they're all ones that I have used with some decent to great effect in my own games. First, we have the atmosphere and descriptive language. The power of words cannot be underestimated when it comes to creating fear. Dungeon masters should practice and master the art of vivid description. Use evocative language to paint detailed images of the environment, the lighting, the soundscape, Engage all the, sis, uh, the senses of your players that you can, immersing them in the eerie ambiance of the world. Describe the cold, clammy air, the flickering candlelight, the elongated shadows, the distant, unsettling noises that echo through the darkness. The more vividly you can convey the environment, the more your players will feel like they're living the experience. And fear thrives on anticipation and the unknown. Create suspense through pacing. Allow moments of silence and anticipation to build tension before revealing frightening elements. Let your players' imaginations run wild by dropping hints and foreshadowing ominous events. By carefully controlling the pacing, you can keep your players perpetually on edge, wondering what the next horror that awaits them is. Then there's personalization. Every player and character is unique, and fear is deeply personal. 
tailor fear-inducing elements to the character's backstories, fears, and weaknesses. A character's personal fears are often more poignant than generic scares. Engage with your players to understand their character's motivations, their vulnerabilities, even past trauma. Then weave these elements into the narrative, ensuring that fear becomes a deeply personal experience for each player. Now, there is something I want to point out here is while fear can be a powerful tool for storytelling, it's also essential to prioritize the comfort and most importantly, the consent of your players. You might want the discomfort, but you definitely need the consent. Before introducing serious fear-inducing elements, discuss boundaries and limits with your players. Some of them may relish the thrill of being frightened, while others might have sensitivities that need to be respected. Utilize safety tools. You can use things like the X card to provide players with a means of signaling if they are uncomfortable or they need to dial or you need to dial back the intensity. And then encourage your players to confront their fears and make courageous decisions. Acknowledge and reward player bravery and clever solutions when facing fear-inducing challenges. Offer experience points or other in-game advantages for characters who overcome their fears or make sacrifices to protect their comrades. If you incentivize bravery, you can motivate your players to actively engage with their fear in the campaign. So use these techniques as the toolkit for utilizing fear in your role-playing games. Remember combining atmosphere, pacing, personalization, and then get your player's consent and reward their bravery. You can create unforgettable, heart-pounding experiences that will linger in the minds of your players long after the game has ended. With that, let's move on to Tricks of the Trade. For Tricks of the Trade, let's explore three settings that a dungeon master could use to immerse their players in fear. These settings are designed to invoke fear and create a great experience. So first, we have a haunted shipwreck on the murky marsh. Here, a massive rotting shipwreck lies stranded in the heart of a murky marsh. The ship's hull is twisted and encrusted with eerie luminescent fungi, ghostly apparitions haunting its decks, reenacting their tragic demise. The marsh itself seems to come alive at night with unseen creatures lurking beneath the water's surface. The fear elements here are the unknown, horrific entities, and isolation. Players could fear the shifting treacherous terrain, dread the encounters with the malevolent spirits, and grapple with the sense of isolation in the desolate spectral location. Next, we have the abyssal catacombs beneath a cursed city where deep beneath a cursed city lies a network of abyssal catacombs. The walls are adorned with eerie ancient runes that pulse with an otherworldly glow. A sense of foreboding permeates the air as strange, shadowy figures lurk in the corners, vanishing when approached. The catacombs seem to twist and shift and trap explorers in a maze of nightmares. So here you have elements of claustrophobia, the unknown, and psychological horror. Players could fear the suffocating labyrinthine passages, they could dread encounters with the eldritch entities, and grapple with illusions that blur the line between reality and nightmare. And next, 
And last of all, we have the Forbidden Forest of Eternal Twilight, a dense, ancient forest perpetually shrouded in twilight, where twisted, gnarled trees loom like spectral sentinels. The air is heavy with a thick stillness, and ghostly whispers echo through the shadowy undergrowth. Faint, distant cries of creatures unknown are there to send shivers down the spine. And here you have the elements of isolation, the unknown, and the sense of perpetual twilight, something that is just wrong about the world. Players could fear the darkness, uh, dread the threats lurking in the trees, and grapple with the sensation of being watched by unseen eyes. The perpetual twilight could also add an extra layer of dread as time seems, seems to stand still in this forest, making them not really know if they will ever escape. These settings can serve as a fertile ground for dungeon masters trying to craft fear-inducing adventures. So just remember, you're immersing players in dark and foreboding environments. You can challenge their courage, you can test their resolve, and create role-playing experiences that will linger in their memories. As always, I want to thank you very much for listening. I am happy to announce that as of last week, I have finished my master's program, which is amazing, and uh, it means that I am going to hopefully have a little bit more time to put uh, put these episodes together again. Uh, as we round out the last few months of this year, uh, we will be ending season two probably in November and then coming back in January as we did with our last uh, break between seasons. So looking forward to that. As always, you can get in touch with me uh, through Instagram, dungeons underscore dragons underscore psychology. There you can find a link to our link tree and get in touch with us in all the various places we are online, as well as our Patreon. If you wish to become an official cyclothic, uh, please join us there. Until next time, my friends, we'll see you next session.